All right, let's check in with our Richard Zussman this morning. Good morning, Richard. Good morning, Simi. How are you doing? Good, thank you. Listen, I was talking to Gore McDonald earlier about Halloween and that Leger poll that came out. Have you guys made your plans yet for the kids? Like, what are they going to be doing? Yeah, I think they are going to trick-or-treat in the neighborhood. I was listening to Dr. Bonnie Henry talk about this yesterday, and we popped up the CDC guidelines. So we'll have a table set up at the end of our uh, front path so that kids... And we, we live at the end of a dead-end street. We don't get a lot of kids anyways, but we'll set up at the end. We'll have uh, the tongs like uh, the CDC has recommended. We'll have everything packaged and spread out, and we can distribute the candy that way. And the kids will trick-or-treat probably in a few block radius of our house, and uh, they will wear their masks, and they will wear their costumes. I think Eli really wants to be a firefighter, so we just need to figure that out. And uh, uh, Bailey has uh, lots of different ideas, <laughs> which she nice. always does about what she wants to be. So, yeah, I think we'll just we'll follow the guidelines. We'll go just our family group. We'll keep our distance, and uh, we'll try to enjoy the night. I think it can be done safely. I think it can be done in a way that the kids enjoy it, and it's really something, you know, Simi, you and I have talked a lot about this. It's something the kids can look forward to yes. and, and be excited about. And, you know, in a time when a lot of the activities that they get to do are restricted, this is something they can be excited about. So, and I think they need you know, that. We haven't given a lot of thought to it yet. You know, both my wife and I have an election to worry about before Halloween. Oh, right, that uh, but, you know, as we get closer to the date, uh, we will uh, turn our focus to that. It's also our daughter's birthday at the end of the month and our son's birthday at the beginning of next month. So this stretch is always a very, very busy stretch uh, in our household. Lots of celebration, it sounds like, going on. So lots to talk about there. Let's talk about that campaign trail then, shall we? Because it sounds like today's going to be a very busy day. Yes, and, and it won't surprise you that this is one of my favorite days in the entirety of the campaign when you get to see the platform of one of the major parties. I think this is such a crucial day uh, in terms of the vision the NDP is going to lay out here. And yes, a lot of the pieces in the platform will be policies that were announced while in government, but there will be a few things in there that are new initiatives the NDP has saved for the campaign that they are going to send out there saying to the public, if you re-elect us, this is what we are going to do. You know, the platform is where the idea of getting rid of the tolls came from. So big right. initiatives come out of platforms. And so this is going to be an exciting day to look at what does the NDP believe is needed to win re-election? What are they going to promise? And we know that the bulk of the platform, yes, every top topic in the province will be covered, but the priority will be COVID-19 and COVID-19 recovery and what that means for British Columbians. Okay, so that's happening on the NDP front, but then the BC Liberals have a significant day today as well. They do, and we know the Liberals will be unveiling their platform later this week, and today is the commitment around ICBC. And before all of this happened, COVID-19 and the pandemic, I truly believe the number one issue in the, the election was going to be ICBC. So it's still crucial. It still impacts hundreds of thousands of British Columbians, and the Liberals have said all along they do not believe what the NDP is doing with ICBC in terms of moving to no-fault uh, is the right thing to do. And the Liberals have been critical of the NDP in the previous changes that were made uh, that ultimately led to 
rates going up for less experienced drivers, one of the things we know the Liberals have been tinkering with is choice. And what sort of options will drivers have when it comes to competition at ICBC? And Wilkinson keeps going back to the same thing, which is there should be choice when it comes to uh, the insurance product that taxis and uh, ride-sharing vehicles have. And will that have an impact on everyone? Uh, not sure, but it is something that you should expect will be announced this morning at 9.30. And then there will also be a lot of questions about how are you going to make ICBC more affordable? That's the number one question for well, people. Yeah. How will uh, you ensure that our rates go down? Uh, and we'll see if the Liberals have come up with something that can rival uh, the savings the NDP have promised under a switch to no fault. It just seems like anything to do with ICBC is such a, um, uh, like, it could be such a minefield for a political yes. party, right? Uh, particularly the BC Liberals, because we know in the past, promises that they have made during campaigns about ICBC have not always gone well. Yeah, and I don't think, you know, you look to other jurisdictions where there are more private options, and yes, there are some drivers that pay less, but there are some drivers that pay substantially more. And there are some drivers in Alberta that can't even get insurance because it's too risky uh, and the insurance company just won't provide them yeah. car insurance. So, you know, it's, it's tough over a few week period in a campaign to debate exactly what the solution is at ICBC. And you're right, every door you pick uh, could be a trap door when it comes to the public insurer. You know, we heard David Eby on Sunday saying, oh, well, uh, if there uh, is money to come back because of the pandemic, we'll distribute it back. Well, you know, I've asked David Eby about this dozens of times. Me too. Lots that, of times. Yeah. Right. And they've said, as you know, that there is no money right now. The public insurers lost money in its investments, that there was a huge amount of cancellations when it came to policies. Uh, those policies in many regards have been renewed, but still, we don't know the financial impact. And if there was a rebate, the rebate should have already been done in May or June after we exactly. saw the huge drop-off in crashes. I think it's disingenuous promising it now at the end of the year as an election promise when it's the same thing that EB has said all along. If there are savings, it will be passed back on to drivers. It's not a special rebate. We haven't done some great accomplishment in order to get to this point. Uh, it was just, uh, you know, it's a bit of management at ICBC, and I'm confounded as well about how the finances are going there. So this will be, do you think, um, some more private options moved yeah. into the system for sure? Yeah, I think, I think almost certainly there will be more private options. I think that's really the one... Uh, laneway that the Liberals can go down. It's not a full privatization. It's not getting rid of ICBC, but it will be described again and again as more choice. You know, the Liberals want to provide you, the driver, with more choice. Is that on the basic side? Is it just an addition to the optional side? You know, private insurance companies need to decide they want to operate in British Columbia, and many don't want to operate here because they're just isn't enough business. And so it is very hard for them to assess risk yeah. if they don't have enough uh, clients uh, in the province. And so there would have to be quite a substantial piece of the pie uh, available to private insurers in order to make it um, lucrative for them to come yeah. operate in British Columbia and operate the, or offer their services. And you know, Richard, you know as well as I do, we all like to think we're great drivers. Right. Like we yes. all kid ourselves that way. We all assume 
that, oh man, if we just had other options, our, our insurance would be, my insurance would be so much cheaper. That is not always the case because we can't all be such great drivers. No, and that's why you have insurance is because accidents happen. It also matters who else is on your policy in terms of your family. And, you know, if you have a kid who's just starting to learn to drive, that will obviously increase uh, their higher risk driver. So all of those factors, you know, are come to play. And and ICBC is in the midst of the the biggest change in the history of the insurer. And if the liberals were to win and, and, and alter that course, it could have a real profound impact on the type of service delivery that ICPC has. All right. So what time are those announcements coming today? So 9.30 for the Liberals and then the platform, the big one at uh, 10 o'clock from John Horgan and the NDP. All right. Sounds good. Thank you, Richard. Yeah, thanks, Amy. Have a great day. You too. That's Richard Zussman, our global news reporter in Victoria, of course, following along on that provincial campaign trail. And so big announcements this morning. And I know Mike Smith is going to be all over these. So you just keep it tuned in right here for those updates.